Hey, what's up all you OBP listeners out there in podcast land? David Armstrong here. Your friendly neighborhood editor for this episode you're about to listen to with a little content note. Since I'm also very much steering the conversation for this episode, I feel the need to take responsibility for this. We end up talking for a bit about the Harry Potter universe, and obviously we're of the right age for the books, so this has come up before and it'll definitely come up in the future on the podcast. It's a pop culture staple, but we do end up going in depth a bit about its author. Now, her attitude and viewpoint is deplorable and despicable, and we talk about how that very much informs how she wrote it, as well as her cultural appropriation for the extended universe of her books. So if you want to sit in and listen to us talk about that, you will find only disagreement with her, but we also recognize it can overall be a sensitive subject for many people. So we don't want it to be sprung on anyone. Hence, this pre-show note. If you want to skip the whole conversation, the timestamp is from the 54 minute mark to the commercial break at about an hour and 18 minutes. But if you want to come back just after the conversation about this shitty person, hop back in at about an hour and six minutes. And I hope you do because Cameron and Tessa give us their breakdowns about how they would organize the Hogwarts houses and they're insightful, funny motherfuckers. What can I say? Anyway, enjoy the episode, loves. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. I'm going to take my sweater off because now that I've closed the window, a chill is Oh my is upon god, me. Tessa, for continuity. <laughs> continuity purposes. Ugh. Gonna have to fix this in post. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit in a sweater. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Also, you know that split second where you're like, am I wearing something under this? <laughs> Yes. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh god. Not the photo of my friends. <laughs> oh. Been there. Been there. <laughs> yeah. I did that once with pants. Oh uh, you used to you didn't have I didn't I I I didn't have um well I uh, how you had do a I dance explain belt this? on? Officer, I can explain. Um, <laughs> in 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 middle school, um, we would have PE classes, and mm-hmm. instead of just like changing in the bathroom or whatever, um, uh, some kids, mostly the guys, would wear their gym shorts under their regular uniform pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just take off your uniform pants. Uh, and I was like, I was like, great. Uh, one day, and I took off my my pants, and I did not have. I did not have my PE, my PE, my gym pants on. Um, and also, like, I just got overexcited and, and pulled whatever oh. else. Was and I was like, oh. <laughs> and I think, like, one one person caught me. One person was like, uh. That's before I managed to pull them back up. And that's I was just, like, yeah, let's, let's not talk about this. <laughs> that just must be an early millennium coming of age story because I have the same story. <laughs> you do? Yep. Yeah. Man. Mine was not in public, luckily. It was just in front of oh, a that's... friend, but I was like, oh God. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> that's good. Ah, girls, you know, we just went to the bathroom alone by ourselves. Yeah. It was not like in the movies for a girls' locker room. Yeah. It was like, no one look at me. <laughs> Do not perceive. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay i actually love that for a t-shirt too do not perceive do not perceive, <laughs> do not perceive but it has to be a, a robot <laughs> yes exterminate 
Omni Bilateral Panic, the show <laughs> where three bi-coastal, bisexual byproducts of the 90s <laughs> ride the highways and byways mm. through some niche pop culture and take every detour possible. I'm oh my gosh. one of your hosts, David Armstrong, and with me are my two wonderful, amazing co-hosts, Cameron Faring. Hi, everybody. And Tessa Flannery. Hello. Uh, also, we just have to say how good that is. David, that was so <laughs> do good. We, do we Did you write that, that down? That has to be, that has to be no, our you were, line. You're I reading that. Are you I reading that? I made it up that? off of the That's top of so my, yeah, good. I my I read it off my <laughs> teleprompter here. <laughs> that has to be our tagline, actually. That's Hey, you know, you, you do as you will. Cameron's the boss, so I'm, I'm not uh, the Cameron boss. Cameron is the boss. <laughs> I am not the boss. Cameron, you're I the just boss. do shit. I'm not the boss. We're going to go down this uh, journey, as I said, on this highway of pop culture. We're going to make a bunch of major stops on the way. I'm going to ask these two questions. They're going to answer as they see fit. I, I, I'd imagine that they wouldn't choose to not answer. I mean, that is always an option. Absolutely. <laughs> consent, consent is cool. So if you don't want to answer, you don't have to, but I'd imagine you'd want to answer these. Um, Well, we don't know, do we? We don't know. We don't know. I'm the only one and it's, I'm feeling very vulnerable right now. Um, But here here we go. Let's, let's try it. Let's see where it goes. Let's see what happens. This is a pop culture heavy omnibilateral panic episode. Y'all. Good, good, good. Enjoy. My first question uh, is a Star Trek related question. Uh, sort of. Okay, so you... <laughs> a bilaterally related. Star We're Trek. all gonna take the Kobayashi Maru test. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you were to take the Kobayashi Maru, <laughs> you are tasked with manually adding a topic to fill Data's memory. Uh, this means an explanation through an informal presentation. It must be as thorough as possible, but you are not allowed to look anything up or refer to anything beforehand or during. Only your own memory and expertise. So what topic, however trivial, do you decide to cover with data? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I should probably do musical theater because that's what takes yeah. up most of my brain space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Do and like, theater. I think it'd be good because in the course of the show, he learned how to tap dance. He plays the violin. He plays <laughs> the violin. <laughs> and like, I just think it'd be really good. You know, and I mean, like, in Insurrection, he does Gilbert and Sullivan too. So like- That's true. Would you do it chronologically, Cameron? Or do you have like a, like a this is musical theater. This is, this is your TED talk for musical theater. I mean, I enjoy chronologically just because it gives context. And I, I love seeing how things affect one another, but that's, that might just be my brain. So I would probably do chronologically and include context to, as to how things changed and how things evolved. And God knows what musical theater is going to look like in the 23rd century. That's exciting. That's really exciting. That's so (laughs) exciting. I can't wait to do future episodes with all of you in the 23rd century. century. (laughs) So we can look back at this. Yeah, we're just heads in a jar. Yeah. It's a lot easier to do podcasts then. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) We got a lot of free time. (laughs) Yeah. And food's super easy. We just eat that fish food that they put in the the tanks. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you telling me that heads in jars... Eat fish food like fish, like turn yeah. their faces upwards and sniff. Yep, they sure do. They sure do. It's from Futurama. Have you, have you not seen Futurama? 
Oh no, I haven't. Oh my oh, God. Shit. Okay. You have to add that to your watch list. Yeah. yeah. You know what? My watch list is hundreds of shows <laughs> at this point, but, but that's okay. It's cool. I deep. like that a lot. That's really funny. Good job, Futurama. Very clever. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't have told her because then she would have believed I would have really thought Yins were making that, that up yeah. on the fly. I was like, how did they come up with this? This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. What a great bit. You know, it's it's so funny. I feel like um, I was picturing, you know, uh, Young Frankenstein, the movie, mm-hmm. how like all the I pictured that like a live action <laughs> heads in jars. So it's disturbing, too. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah, that's true. So are you are you imagining us at two years dead still recording podcasts? Is that what you're imagining? <laughs> Yeah, all of us except yeah, twenty third century. So yeah, we've got we got omnibilateral panic, (laughs) the rotting corpse edition. (laughs) I have a question. Yes. (laughs) So we're in the twenty first century now. Correct. Yeah. So the twenty third century will be the twenty twos. Yes. Okay, that's not that far from now. (laughs) No, actually, Picard just crossed into the twenty (gasps) fourth. Oh, did they have a party? We're not that far behind Picard. Wow. We're going to be in space soon. <laughs> I hope so. Well, I, mean, I mean, I guess we already are. Te- technically, according yeah. to Star Trek lore, is Ephraim Cochran breaks the warp barrier this century. Like, oh, wow. very soon. Ooh. Oh, soon. my gosh. Like, we will all be alive still, hopefully, when that happens. Oh, my gosh. I hope so, too. I mean, that would we'll be We'll have to literally... survive World War III first, but it's fine. According to Star Trek. According to Star Trek. <laughs> okay. Yee. I got to get out of the city. <laughs> There was an article a few a few years back that was like the 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 first immortal human is <gasps> is is on earth right now. Like what? They, they will be somebody who is alive today will be the first immortal. Like they will that we know of. Yeah. That, that, we, that everyone will know of. <laughs> yeah, that they that they will have perfected the DA like the, extension they of will life. Have ended the aging process and figured all that out wow. what if it's us Crazy. and that's how we're recording the podcast in the 23rd century <laughs> yeah. could I be would us love that. well hey, as long it, as we keep learning hopefully we'll still be entertaining i hope so that's yeah. the thing that's the Gotta thing about expanding like, your worlds living forever right is <laughs> yeah. why like people are like i choose not to you know so many people yeah. no it's true because like immortal immortal beings they gotta they gotta take it a century at a time yeah, you know, yeah. this this century I'm doing podcasting, but next century. Next century. <laughs> Crochet. <laughs> or knitting. Knitting, as it knitting. were. Knitting. Knitting. Um, Tessa, weaving. I want to try that. Sorry. No. <laughs> I have a hard on to try cent- weaving. That's fair. <laughs> a real hard on. Do you have a hard on for a century of weaving, though? No, not a century, maybe. Okay. I would put embroidery in the first 50 years or the second 50 years weave and then embroider my weaving. I'm so actually you... going to embroider for the first time soon. <gasps> Are you? I am. I keep seeing that people embroider their like jeans pockets. And I was like, F- I could fucking do that. <laughs> sorry I for mean, swearing. No, I could. How the fuck dare you? I forgot for a second. Cause nobody had sworn yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a fuck friendly thought podcast. <laughs> I mean, one of our segments is fuck, Mary kill for Christ. Oh, you're right. I forgot. (laughs) We Um, don't do the weird ABC thing where we're like bleep, Mary kill. No, 
I, no. you know what? I learned how to do bleeping and I'll tell you what, it's very fun, but also it is very fun. weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> my favorite thing is bleeping things that don't need to be bleeped that make them sound <laughs> awful. I love it yeah. so much. It's one of my favorite comedy gold mines. But anyway, I right. bought a, uh, a vintage sweater that's just fairly plain and gross. I'm going to make my own holiday sweater for the first <gasps> time. Oh my gosh. Now I think the holidays are coming up. They sure are. <laughs> How many holiday sweaters do you have? You have enough for every day of you have enough um, for every day of November and December. Is that correct? Not every day of November. I have from like <laughs> Thanksgiving day on well, the day after Thanksgiving to January to Epiphany, January 6th. You have an advent oh, calendar's done, worth of Yes. Oh, more, Su- more Christmas sweaters, more than, yeah. more than I mean, well, actually I just had to be fair. I just last year I incorporated some of my vintage sweaters that some people would consider ugly into that collection, but I'm still, <laughs> okay. but I am still trying to accumulate. And like I hit the clearance sales hard last year. Some of them are Is there very a inappropriate. Is there a committee to decide your ugly sweaters? Gonna... No, mm-hmm. no. Okay. I just feel like you're going to have to start wearing two sweaters a day. And that seems unmanageable. I know. <laughs> That seems unsustainable, Cameron. It is because if I get hot, I get filled with rage. So like I have to, oh, no. you know. <laughs> you hulk out from just your body getting warm. And then nobody can take you seriously with that anger because you're wearing a stupid sweater. Yeah, That's no, true. It's true. Nobody knows to run away. Yeah. No. Everybody gets closer. <laughs> They're like, yeah. I got to see this snowman or whatever. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, no, to be fair, it's, it's a lot and it's something that I enjoy a great deal um oh, you should do request it, to follow me on instagram <laughs> <laughs> i can't wait i Plug. can't wait i love <laughs> i love finding out what order they're coming in and what know? i pair them with because what you I'm pair ridiculous. them with it's always exciting i <laughs> i cataloged last year my entire clothing collection and it's like you were ridiculous cameron michael <laughs> you were re- fucking ridiculous <laughs> Who else has an entire rainbow? Like, and I'm talking 22 <gasps> shirts, 22 collared, solid color shirts that are all different colors. From oh, like, wow, 22. You're ridiculous wow. for that reason, but also for cataloging in the first place. <laughs> no, I think that makes sense. With the amount that you have, I would want you to catalog. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a museum's worth of incredible clothing. That's yeah, right. And I also have the same in skinny jeans. All, all individual colors. That, yep. Okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, I do have like two types of plaid and then I have leopard as well, which I haven't worn yet, but working on Ooh. it. See, I don't know. I, I feel like I tend more toward those wardrobes where it's like three pairs of jeans and three shirts that are all the same and yeah. just rotate. Yeah. I don't Minimalism. actually, I, 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 that's what I lean more towards. I don't know. I, so- I want to have like a uniform. So during, during the pandemic, <laughs> we were watching um, Antiques Roadshow and mm-hmm. they like did a really cool thing where, because they couldn't have the actual Antiques Roadshow, they went to oh, celebrities' yeah. houses and they showed <gasps> off their collection. Oh. And um, oh, an amazing writer classified himself as a maximalist. And it's like, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> nice, nice. There is nothing subtle about anything that I do ever. I love that. <laughs> Look at the thousand books to my right. <laughs> Thousands. I, yeah. Thousands. I love that. You're it's it's filling up on that side of the spectrum. It's you, uh, yep. this this writer, the maximalist, and Donatella Versace. She was like in yeah, her really? little, she has her a little 39 questions we asked her for Vogue or whatever. Oh yeah, like, when they do the little what, videos. What what do you hope never comes back? And she's like, minimalism. <laughs> <laughs> 
and she's the best she's just the best she is the best she's cool she was like what was it there was another one that i really love where she was they were like what would you be doing if you weren't uh if you weren't design uh, a designer and she was like mm, having a nervous breakdown probably <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which though tessa what were you what would you teach data oh yeah i know i i didn't answer yet um <laughs> You again, I said at the beginning, you don't have to answer. You can also just say next question. Well, I'm trying to think what what do I know enough about? Like, what am I expert enough about? And I was like, maybe something baking or cooking. Yeah. But I usually look at recipes, you know, that's OK. You're not allowed to look anything up. You have to yeah, just do it from your own brain. Up, but, OK, so well, like what thing. what is a recipe that, you know, right now, just off the top of your head, a recipe that I could just make right now off the top of my head. I mean, I roast roasting carrots. <laughs> it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, but like hard's good though. Hard to perfect. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a baking thing I can do because I can bake, but I always look at my little recipes just to be sure. I would like to be able to, off the top of my head, teach data. I almost said data. <laughs> <laughs> you you can say data teach that's data still my... pro- that's still a valid pronunciation teach data um how to make my mom's pierogies that's Ooh. a whole process that's like a several days long process. well yeah because it's pierogies it's so delicious it sounds so good delicious. though i love them you yeah. both have to go to baba's for me oh i oh, think is, right i think baba's might have a small stall in the decub market hall in brooklyn <gasps> Uh, oh, I might really? be wrong about that. I might be wrong about that. Somebody I mean, has a pierogi stall there. I'm gonna go to do. I want to go to the market anyway. How dare you? Like... Why not? <laughs> no, I want to. I want oh, you, to. Oh, you Tessa. do want to? Sorry, no, I thought you said you don't. Want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've turned my ears right off. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, understood. Uh, fair is fair. <laughs> what do What do I know how to do? I guess you. I guess I could teach data how to take good pictures on manual setting <laughs> but, hey, but by that point you good. won't need that you won't need to no, look no, at no, cameras it doesn't, anymore it doesn't it's not How a film that camera be a hobby maybe. like because yeah, he paints in the show what, is, what it could is, just be a yes. hobby it's something yeah. that you want to give to another person Ugh. so i like that one because that one's I hard too. i don't know how to do that one <laughs> i sort of know how to do that one and it's incredibly you definitely difficult. do you definitely know how to do that one. I mean, not compared to people who actually know what they're doing. <laughs> like yeah, wife. <laughs> like my wife. She just my wife. my wife. She's just she's remarkable. I can like one of my favorite she's activities remarkable. is to watch her shoot because like oh, it's so good. And then like so I good. will be sta- I could literally be standing there with the same equipment like right next to her and her photo will be life-changing and mine will be <laughs> i feel like and it's not just me i've watched it happen to other people too where like, it's like oh, the students, She's... mona lisa that's like yeah just off oh center. yeah yeah but yeah, also it's 100%. just not as good <laughs> it's simply not yeah i don't know how she doesn't it's truly a gift she's brilliant i love that yeah so I guess something like that, I I would want to give data something that would be useful and fun, but I don't know. I feel like I truly feel like I'm not an expert at anything. I'm like, I'm like a jack of all trades, master of none, but better than a master of one. Hey. <laughs> right. Hey, you know? no, there's, I disagree. I, I hate thinking that you can't be an expert at more than one thing. And I hate that, like, mm-hmm. that is used as 
you know, like I, my entire college career, I was told you have to specialize or you yeah. won't be any good at anything. And that's not true I was true told that too. All. I also don't think that's true. I mean, it's but just, that's why it's the full phrase, like Jack of all trades false. is like the, like nobody ever hears the second part, Jack of all trades, master of none. But then there's a second part, but better than a master of one. It's better to not some in, in that phrase. <laughs> well, I like better not to specialize so hard that you only do one thing for me everything that i do informs everything that i do like it just it intersects completely and like it's all useful i mean my writers has my me as a writer my material has never been richer than when i'm doing other things that like actually inform that resonates with me for sure and like my you know i consider myself an amateur historian and architecture enthusiast, but like, that's all incredibly useful too, because it gives me context Mm. to the worlds that I'm building, whether it's false. I mean, whether it's completely fictional from my head or, you know, actual history or actual construction and building, which you do. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fantasy construction (laughs) buildings. My next question is a D&D Dungeons and Dragons related question. Ooh. What is the name of your tavern and what kind of uh, gimmick, what kind of planet Hollywood gimmick would it have? Keeping in mind that you have access to magic and a good amount of gold uh, at okay. your disposal. I'm ready. <laughs> Go Tessa. <laughs> okay, my tavern is called Katie's Cottage, <laughs> and yeah. it's Katie Hepburn. Everything is Katie Hepburn, and because <laughs> we have magic, Katie Hepburn is also the barkeep. Yeah, and she serves everyone, and she's just full of her witticisms and so wry and so funny. Is there more it. than one Katie Hepburn because of magic? Um, yeah, I think probably everyone like- who has a job at this tavern <laughs> is Katie Hepburn. <laughs> so, like. The bar, the bartender, the the person who clears away the glasses, yeah, the mater d, the mater d, everybody who works at this tavern, yeah, the show, the absolutely, show is the show Hepburn. is Katie Hepburn singing songs from um, <laughs> the Coco Chanel musical that she was the star of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did she win a Tony? I think she did. She should have. If she did, she probably should have. Um, I don't actually know that off the top of my head but I do know Coco. Um, so <laughs> you have to give us a sampling, like which Katie from which film would be behind the bar? Um, oh, yeah. oh, I know exactly who Katie from um, uh, uh, the line in winter is behind the bar. Eleanor of Aquitaine. <laughs> Katie is behind the bar. Oh my God. Hello, darling. <laughs> Come in. It's cold outside. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. May I have a, my, one, uh, one uh, whiskey on the rocks? Of course you may. Now come a little closer. Oh, <laughs> yes. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I think and that's not even a very good Eleanor of Aquitaine because I feel like she did a little bit of an English accent, or she well, she well, I don't know actually. I should anyway. Everything has a little bit of an English accent <laughs> because of the Mid Atlantic dialect. Mid Atlantic dialect. <laughs> <laughs> she was nominated for. Best actress in a musical. She did not win. For Coco, she didn't win. I think she's what she's somebody who totes should have gotten an EGOT, but didn't. Yeah, but yeah. She has so many Academy Awards that like it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. 
<laughs> She'll be all right. She'll be all okay, right. sorry. So that's my answer. I'm oh, ready to hear yours. I, oh, I don't even know what to do now. I'm so overwhelmed by how great an idea that is. <laughs> it is a great idea. But there are many hundreds of other great ideas as well. Yeah, and I don't have any. Uh-oh. Well, I was just thinking the waitress, I, w- I would do the waitress. She would be Katie from the, um, is it stage door with the color lilies are in bloom again? <laughs> She'd be going around. Today's special is? Today's special is color lily soup. Wait, isn't that poisonous? I believe. I believe it is. <laughs> yes. Oh, we love it. Um, he left me. No, sorry. <laughs> I didn't he think my D and D question was going to evoke Catherine Hepburn today. I'm so glad it did, though. <laughs> oh, just the best. Whenever Katie shows up, we're all better off. Yeah. Anytime I can pimp. Anytime I can pimp that out, that's the best. Katie from the Philadelphia story is just always in the corner drinking. <laughs> <laughs> is that so, Professor? Why not you? <laughs> Why don't you come sit a little closer? <laughs> She's asking everyone to come closer. Katie, yeah, what's the yeah. deal? <laughs> I mean, this is kind of her kind of her bit. She's a close talker. Kind of her bit. She is a close talker. <laughs> <laughs> and a fast talker, too. <laughs> Maybe I mean, along the same lines, I think mine might be called Mid-Atlantic. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Oh, that's it. And it's got a dress code where everyone has to wear period authentic. <laughs> yes. Is it a speakeasy? Yes. Oh, oh perfect. I Fantastic. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is served in fine China teacups. <laughs> <laughs> they always hide speakeasies in like weird things nowadays. What would you yeah. hide? What would you hide your speakeasy in? <laughs> A radio shack. <laughs> <laughs> fantasy radio, radio shack. shack. <laughs> yeah, fantasy radio shack. Hello. Welcome to fantasy radio shack. Oh, you're here for the speakeasy? Well, that's, well, let me just turn this dial up to 11 and you can go right in. And actually, Enjoy. the passcode would be pure of heart, but dumb of ass. <laughs> Himbos drink for free. Well, I think that we should make that in the real world. We should make a speakeasy in an old radio, sh- an old, do- old abandoned radio show. We should do both so of many. these things. <laughs> Trademark, yeah. patent pending. Yeah. Where are we going to find all these Katie Hepburn? I mean, we just have to clone you. We need Katie Hepburn from the African Queen to, I don't know, she like works outside. She's like raising the garden in the backyard. I would honestly love to like be a casting director who has to audition a bunch of Katie Hepburn impressions. Yeah, no, that would be amazing. <laughs> to work at this bar, If it was anything beyond voice, I would not... You know, I wouldn't get it. So I don't know. I do the I do the PA announcements. <laughs> you do Charlie's Angels style. Uh, your attention, table's everyone. Open. Hello, attention, everyone. It's cl- closing time. Yeah, last call. Last call. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> and then you sing that uh, that song, the closing closing time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. Katie speaks sings really, doesn't she? She does. Oh, for sure. You don't have to go home. But you can't stay here. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. My whole week is so much better now. <laughs> yes. We're turning it around. Um, okay. All right. A little walk down memory lane. This is my Star Wars question. 
Um, it's mm. kind, it's kind of a question. It's more like one of those. It's one of those you you'll you'll get it when you hear it. Okay, your Star Wars name is the first two letters of your first name combined with the first word of the street you grew up on, and your last name is the first two letters of your last name and the name of your first pet. <laughs> so mine would be. <laughs> Day, day gold armor Cuscio. <laughs> you you had your first pet was named Mercutio. Yeah, he was a beta fish. Oh, I love that. Oh, mine is also a beta fish. Ooh, hey So I'm shortening it to Kahai Fatili. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Because otherwise, it would be Kahaiway. <laughs> Oh, oh okay, shoot. It, the very it. first, the actual very first street you lived on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, shoot. I thought it was one. And I just remembered that when I was a very small child. Oh, <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Is it better or worse? You can make it worse. <laughs> I want to hear both. Okay. So at first I thought it was to Mary because I grew up on oh, Mary Street. But then I good. remembered it's to 18th. <laughs> 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 yes. I first was born in, uh, and lived in the house on 18th Street <laughs> to 18th. <laughs> to 18th. Um, ta- ta- and then my last ta- name ta- is tricky because it's Flabruce. <laughs> <laughs> my parents got a cat na- that followed them home from a Bruce Springsteen concert. So they named him Bruce Springscreen because he could jump up onto the screen of the house oh. when he wanted to be let in. Incredible. So, Bruce that's, Springsteen. That's amazing. A ginger, <laughs> a stripy ginger boy. You come from a long line of punters. <laughs> you know, I like, I feel like they didn't even mean it on purpose and I never mean it on purpose. <laughs> it's always accidental. That's the best kind of pun. <laughs> and I just want you to close your eyes and see that name in the Star Wars opening crawl. <laughs> to 18. To 18. To 18 full Bruce. To 18 full Full Bruce. And, and, and what was it? Kahai, uh, Kahai Fatili. Fatili. That's good. I think Kahai Fatili is good. (laughs) Yes. My first beta fish's name was Tili. Oh, is it short for something or is that? uh, Nope. He was just teal. teal. I I love it. I I love it. it. (laughs) That's incredible. Uh, he died tragically. Um, no. My sister was too young to know what she was doing and she took him out and petted him. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, she probably thinks about that all the time. I I'm do sure think she about does. Sad, sad things like that I've done in the past. I know. <laughs> Thanks, anxiety. Oh, I think about all the time, all the mistakes I've made. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. Yeah. Do I have I mean, anxiety? <laughs> it was fine. He lived a great life. Beta fish don't live that long. It was fine. He was actually that getting close to close to the end as well. So like not okay. a big deal. Yeah. But also, what a dumb kid. And then my second one one was named Fierro because it was red. Oh, wait a second. But that was before Wicked? Yeah. Because I was going to say, you must have been small. You chose. Wow. You know, my mom always tried to. Between my mom and Sesame Street, she always tried to teach us a little Spanish. But like all I remember (laughs) from. All I remember from my childhood is how to count to 20. Uh-huh. And donde esta en el mundo es Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Where? Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm trying to learn Spanish. I had started on Duolingo ages ago. 
And then I got a little fire lit under me because for one of my friends, B days, we're going to go to Oaxaca. Amazing. One of my best friends Um, in the world. That's fantastic. (laughs) If she listens to this, she'll know who she is. (laughs) Who is totally real. I thought my Spanish was okay until we were in Cuba and I was in the grocery store line. My wife had just been kind of speaking because she, of course, is trilingual. Um, Oh, what a, what? (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. She's, she is the greatest human to ever. She's learning her fourth language as we record this podcast. I mean, I wish, I wish you were kidding. (laughs) Um, But like, I was in the grocery store line and I was trying to order some chocolate along with the metric ass load of booze that I was bringing back into the country. Sure. And the guy behind the counter was like, you speak English? Speak English. And I was like, oh "Oh, no. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. I'm that American. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. I mean, at least you tried. Well, yeah. To be fair, like my undergrad training when you study classical music, you learn how to perfectly pronounce and roughly translate up to six different languages. So I can right. do that, but like yeah. I can't speak them. Can That's I? The it's thing. a whole different thing. It's yeah. a very it's a different is. thing. So different conversationally and Diction. so different like when you're actually there. Yeah. 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 yeah so can I, I read to... Italian? You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> As they say in Italy. You betcha. <laughs> you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read German? Uh, let's see. You betcha. There we go. Yeah, there it is. As they there say it is. in Germany. There, as they say in Germany. Very well-known phrase. So, I mean, I was actually trying to brush up on those two on Duolingo, but mm-hmm. haven't gotten yeah, very Yeah, I was trying to... So I have been trying to brush up my French ever since I went to Paris and everyone just spoke English to me. <laughs> Except one guy who was in like a holiday market stall and he had beautiful ceramics and I had tried to say like... C'est très bien, c'est très belle. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you know, I was trying to compliment his ceramics. And then he was like, oh, you speak pretty well. And I was like, in French, he said that. And I was like, who, me? <laughs> Qui, moi? <laughs> like, was immediately like the most American thing I could do. Like, golly. <laughs> well, <laughs> but he also you, may, have been, <laughs> may have been trying to sell me some pots, you know. Um, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would like to, I would like to know more than just a smattering of French, three words in Slovene and how to read what it says on the subway in Spanish. Cause the English translations right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. This is always like a sad question. How many languages should you know by now? Uh, like, cause I grew up in California, so I should know Spanish. I grew mm-hmm. up in a Filipino household. All of them spoke uh, Tagalog or Ilongo, I should know both of those languages. Um, I took French in high school, so I should also know at least a little bit of conversational French. Mm-hmm. So I should be at least five languages in, and I'm not. I feel like I should be, let's see, I feel like I should be at least at four because right. I have dated a Spanish speaker uh, for a long time. So that should, I should have. They are totally real. They like your, absolutely like your, are everyone like my best, like friend, best friend, one of my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, absolutely real. Everybody um, <laughs> life is absolutely real. They're a hundred percent real. It's fine. Everything's fine. And Stop I went to I went to Slovenia and like we went to Slovene Fest and we like really celebrated our Slovene heritage when I was a kid. So like, oh wait, I forgot. I should know I should know 
more because I also took an Irish language class, but I took oh. it right when my, uh, like I, it started like right, uh, the, like two days before my dad had his stroke, which he's, you know, still recovering from, but mm-hmm. I, I pretty much was like, cool. <laughs> we'll see how this class goes. And, Peace. um, I think oh. I can say literally nothing, uh, but I have all the notes somewhere. So I should be able to speak Irish Slovene. I took French in high school and there's probably something else because I live in New York. I shouldn't speak Spanish. Yeah. That, and with I, that boyfriend, that boyfriend who was real, that boyfriend who was totally real. <laughs> <laughs> and we really loved each other. Our love was real. Um, I was going to ask a question out of ignorance. Irish. Is that Gaelic or is there just yeah. Irish? No, there's um, so the, Yes. Great question. So some people call it Irish Gaelic. Some uh-huh. people call it Gaelic. The Irish just say Irish. <laughs> sure. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, which cool. is, which is something that I also, cause I went in me and all the other Americans who all had like red hair and Dolly. looked like me. <laughs> got in a room, like got in a room and language. <laughs> we were like, we're here to learn Gaelic. And the Irish lady was like, eh. <laughs> No, oh, you're you're learning and. Irish. <laughs> like, you're gonna be learning Irish, and we were wow. like, "You mean gay?" Like we were like correcting her. She was like, "No, no, no." Um, but she oh. was so great. She introduced me to one of my favorite bands, Kneecap. They're totally a, um, a real band. Totally, totally. a real band. <laughs> uh, they have. I know. Oh, so I do know some Irish because they sing in Irish. Let me think of their. <laughs> oh shit. How does it go? <laughs> C-E-A-R-T-A. That means oh. that spells out C-E-A-R-T-A, which is rights. Um, and the next line is fuck the police. <laughs> Hell yeah. Amazing. We like them. So, Amazing. Yeah, we like kneecap. So anyway, we stand. I, we stand. I definitely um, should speak five languages. <laughs> so I mean I should speak Scots too, sir. You should speak Scots. Um, So I like, you know, Sesame Street. That's what I remember. Thank goodness for Sesame Street in the 90s. Because it did. I mean, it helped a great deal as far as like actual comprehension. Um, My mom spoke Spanish. She does not have any Latin or Hispanic heritage. She just took it in high school and was pretty good at it. So like it would come up, but like it was not really spoken. My dad sort of spoke German like his mm. his grandparents spoke nothing but German wow so kind of yeah <laughs> um we could we sang Silent Night in German when I was little that's about of it course, of um course. and then like because of the intense training that I went through it was six languages a semester and it they had to be it was like the five big ones and then a bonus one. So like I sang in Hebrew and I sang in <gasps> Russian. Oh, that's sang, right. I'm sorry. But like, you know, can I, I don't even remember how to pronounce Hebrew and Russian, unfortunately. Um, I'm, out, I'm also <laughs> learning Yiddish on Duolingo, which I love. Oh, um, that's awesome. Which I, actually, I just remember you cool. speaking Hebrew at a, at a Passover we went to together. Yeah. You sang, I, the, you sang the Hebrew songs. The four questions I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, like I'm surprisingly fluent in Yiddish because of the nanny. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Fun. Incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holds up remarkably <gasps> I was, well. I saw yep. some Yiddish curses online. They are excellent. Oh, I know. Yiddish they, curses are like, may you be hit by a horse cart. 
They're great. <laughs> They're the Maybe run down in somewhere in the road, basically. <laughs> yeah, no. I, so good. <laughs> I, I just love the Yiddish language. And I had not, it didn't occur to me until like a friend of mine from New York was like, you know what that means? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't I? <laughs> oh my God. Why wouldn't I? It's the language of my people. Um, but yeah, so I should technically speak like probably 12 and I speak oh. one <laughs> mediocrely. <laughs> yeah. I remembered that I also should speak a little bit more German than I do because um, I was <laughs> in the German club and we would go and sing German <laughs> Christmas carols at the Saxonburg <laughs> like oh. uh, senior homes. We wow. would sing in der Weihnachtsbäckerei. <laughs> in, the, in the back in of the, the Christmas bakery. <laughs> in the ah, a well-known classic. <laughs> it, it is a well-known classic. <laughs> Speaking of languages, (laughs) why do you have to get so close to the microphone? Because I I love it. No, I love it. It makes the perfect thing. You can just put in the boop, and we're good to go. I know. I'm only making it harder for myself because I have to edit that. We know uh, that the middle Middle Earth of the Lord of the Rings series uh, is populated by elves, dwarves, hobbits, orcs, ants, eagles, trolls, goblins, spiders, dragons. And men. Mm. And Balrogs. <laughs> and Balrogs. One Balrog. <laughs> One, the last Balrog. The last Balrog. <laughs> what other fictional race would you add to Middle Earth just to spice it up? And, and oh, add some drama. <laughs> oh, dang. I have always thought, and like this is just my nerdy mind at work, but I have always thought it would be really fun to just take a group of Klingons and put them right down in the middle of in the middle. Renaissance fair style. Yep, Renaissance fair. Style. They're yeah. like kapla, and the orcs are like, "What the fuck are those?" The orcs are scared. I love it. Yeah, yeah, they would well, the, be. I feel like the orcs would be scared of, like, just batlith blades. They would be like, yeah. "I don't fucking know how you hold those." No, because your batlith voice to the yard. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't sure if orcs were capable of fear. I thought they had bred it out of them. <laughs> no, that's oh, that could true. be something. I oh, mean, I don't know. I think popcorn face is ink is <laughs> does not experience fear, but like mm. we, you definitely see moments of in at least in the cinematic universe of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. You do is popcorn right. face the the big the guy general the in hair? Return yeah. of the Kings? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't the know what Uruk-hai, his real name is. The Urukai? Yeah, the Urukai. Urukai. No, guys... actually, oh. Return of, in Return of the King, he's the general that like steps aside when all of his oh, men get crushed yes, by the stones. Yes, 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 yes. I know who you're talking about. I don't Pop know his actual face. name. Popcorn <laughs> face. No, I think it is popcorn face. That's and what I've been... called him since 2003. So. And I bet if you asked, I bet if you asked linguist J.R.R. Tolkien, he's like, yeah, his elven name means popcorn face. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the edit of the orcs in Lord of the Rings that's just regular people's voices like they don't do an orc like they don't do an orc voice and they're just like no. they're just like hmm man flesh <laughs> no I want to see that so bad that's it's just perfection. like it's just like a quick clip and they're just like hmm looks like meat's back on the menu boys <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's that's remarkable. We need to find that ASAP. That is it were. funny. That is so funny. Um, we'll, put it up. we'll put it up in the links. When this episode gets published, that will be one of the links in the description. Okay. Can you imagine? Sorry. Tess, Tessa, go, and yes. then I have a follow-up question. Because... Oh, <laughs> it's really hard. My first thought was unicorns. Yeah. Great. But then Hell they're yeah. just going to get hurt, and I don't want that to happen. No, they won't. They're going to get no, hurt. They're badass. No, no they're, they are badass. No, no, no. And okay. basically, as long horror. as they're badass unicorns, not like the the poor unicorns of like Harry Potter who are just like, oh, my blood got sucked for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that they won't. They won't unicorn. be. They're basically horses, but also rhinos. So yeah, they'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I want them but to be safe. rhinos. <laughs> but you know what? Change that. <laughs> Hegacorns, because then they can fly away if the Urukai oh. are getting too close to them. <laughs> right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Wait a second. What about cats? <laughs> you, just maybe... cats? Just you just cats. you have all of these things. Cameron adds Klingons and you're like, cats. How about cats? How about no, I'm sure cats exist there. Cats exist there. <laughs> hippopotamuses. They're just hanging Hippos. out. Oh. They're incredibly smart. They wear armor and yeah. are just angry. They're yeah. all that they're always angry. And then <laughs> halfway secret. <laughs> and then halfway through two towers, they put on a ballet. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um same question, but for Westeros. Oh, for Game of Thrones. Oh. oh. Wait, did David answer though? You don't have to, of course, but yeah, come on, David, answer. And what's then... what what's you for Middle Earth? Well, my Middle Earth, I would either add um. I would either either add, sorry, Jesus. I'm gonna start over and Cut then this edit out. this out. Cut this <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, that's a good question, Tessa. I would either add like half snake people, <laughs> just mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. just have snake. Uh, there's not enough desert there's in Middle Earth for me. You're very right about that. Yeah, You're very I right. More, I want more very lizard. Lush. Yeah, I want mm. more lizard reptile folk. Um, if not, for then sure. I want in like Mirkwood <laughs> or like one of the other like giant like huge forests that the elves live in they're like yeah we don't go out at night because like the the forests are kind of dangerous and they're like what do you mean and there's just like deer or whatever and it's like no it's like giant deer Ooh, <laughs> like that thing like that thing that you i've seen it i don't know if it's drawings if it's on tumblr or what but it's you know like exactly these little kids in there about. yeah these kids are like going through the woods and they're like maybe we shouldn't go too far we might get lost and as it like as each panel moves then there's like a panel with a giant deer in the like deeper part of the forest they say that that's based off of a different tumblr post where they're like Mm -hmm. what if what if the deep forest was exactly like the deep sea (gasps) oh i love that so much so much it's great love it yeah because they also like they'll show you like this isn't this is what's left of an old growth forest. And it's like five trees that are 755 feet tall. And all the rest of the trees around them are like the babies. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> Have you heard that crazy? Um, it's like, a, it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's like, you know, a 100% debunked um, <laughs> uh, theory that the earth, like plateaus are old cut down trees. Yes! And like the earth used to be covered I in- love this theory. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like so you know stupid. in the southwest where there's like so the, so the crazy tall like cliffs and stuff that yeah. are flattened at the top <laughs> that that used to be trees and the funniest response of course is like so who cut them down? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's the scary thing. That's the scary, <laughs> the scary thing. thing. 
back to the deer, the Sorry. comically large deer. Okay. As someone who is, what are you apologizing for? I distracted us. <laughs> oh my God. I know Have we're, you heard we're here this to show? get something done. <laughs> we are here to we're get, here stuff to get done. something done. Have you heard we're this show? We're on a mission. <laughs> Don't ever apologize for that. No, we're on um, a mission. We're on a time limit. As someone who has spent a great deal of time around some deers, I tell you, the danger wouldn't be, <laughs> it wouldn't be that they're actively attacking you. It'd be they'd hear a noise and step back. They'd go, yeah. ooh. ooh. <laughs> well, oh, that's gosh, why you don't go. Yeah. That's why the elves are like, we don't go out into the forest at night. Because if you, yeah. you if you spook them at night, like they're especially ooh, you're skittish. Huleron get... <laughs> got squished. <laughs> so squished. <laughs> Oh, I just realized that the elves are Welsh. <laughs> I mean, I want to know why the why the elves don't speak Mid Atlantic. They should. <laughs> oh wait, have you? Have we already talked about I'm Elrond. This? <laughs> Welcome well, to Elrond. Welcome to Elrond. Like you're the Fellowship of the Ring. <laughs> I've seen the failures of men before with my own eyes. <laughs> why can't we be together, man? <laughs> I know I'm an elf, and you're a man. Why can't we be together? <laughs> I'll give up my immortality. Wow. <laughs> Arwen as played by Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> and Aragorn as Jimmy Stewart. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. I love that, it. actually. <laughs> and I don't remember any of his iconic lines. I know. I don't remember any lines that uh, they have together. <laughs> wait. Rolling and in your own time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? What what are Aragorn's lines? Uh, <laughs> I know I was just picturing they both just stand and look a lot. Yeah, you know? well, they, their scene is in Elvish. Yeah. So so wait, we've got Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart and Katie Hepburn speaking Welsh to yeah, each other to, in yeah, a mid-Atlantic accent. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mess. It's a goddamn it mess. mess. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just gonna look. Oh gosh. In Return of the King, he says, you bow to no one. But that's a very short line for a Jimmy Stewart impression. <laughs> or, he, oh, he can say, what do your keen elf eyes see? What? Right? <laughs> what, what do your keen elf eyes see? <laughs> if by my life or death I can protect you, I will. You have my sword. <laughs> And my bow. <laughs> That's Paul. That was Paul Lind as as Lind. <laughs> it's not the right era. It's not the right and era. I was trying bow. to think. <laughs> and my bow. They're totally taking the hobbits to Isengard. Oh no! <laughs> How about Sean Connery as a dwarf? That and my so axe. Oh, of course. Yeah, Sean Connery playing. <laughs> Sean Connery playing. Um. Uh. Yeah. Gimli. What's Gimli? his name? Gimli. Gimli? Yeah. That's incredible. You you yeah, you'll have to you'll have to toss me. <laughs> wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Still okay, on wait. the couch is one. <laughs> toss me, toss me, Trebek. Like I tossed <laughs> your mother last night. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Sorry. These are so good. I don't know if anyone can anyone do an impression of that guy from the noir films who has the big big eyeballs. You know who I mean? Oh, oh man! In yes, um, yes. Maltese Falcon, I think he's like mm, he always has yeah, the yeah. like 
mm, sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the problem is the problem is I start doing Ren from Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> Stimpy, Stimpy, you idiot! <laughs> Let's just put him in there too. Why the fuck okay. not? Yeah. Ren. <laughs> yeah. Ren uh, is uh, is Mary or Pippin. I don't know which one he would be. Mm, Ren and well, Stimpy are Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> what have so we Paul, rocked? So Paul Lind, Paul Lind is like, <laughs> it's La- it's Lambus bread. Oh, one one bite will fill you up. And then and then Ren and Stimpy are like. How many did you eat, Stimpy? <laughs> oh, four, Ren. <laughs> I don't remember what Stimpy sounds like. Actually. I have no idea. I can't I remember actually, at all. I think that was pretty close. Okay. Good for you. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> so, so dumb. Yeah, this is a mess. This is a goddamn mess. You, I love it. You, you two have to learn. Well, when we do the reading for Lord of the Rings, you do have to, you are doing Catherine Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart speaking Welsh <laughs> in place of Elvish. <laughs> But with mid-Atlantic <laughs> accents. So can't, can't we wait. just do Elvish, please? <laughs> <laughs> that will be so much easier. Please yeah. let me do Elvish. <laughs> oh, I listened to a, a podcast. There's a podcast with... So we were talking about languages, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a right transition, remember that? No, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. You want me to do it again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This uh, woman has a really cool <laughs> podcast um, about like in the Welsh language. And um, I think it's like a, 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 about like being a modern day witch, which is cool. Ooh. And she like calls her friends and she'll be like, you're a witch. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, yeah, I am. Um, but it's in <laughs> the Welsh language and it's, it's really cool. Um, but it's so interesting listening to like native Welsh speakers who um, cause I feel like most native Welsh speakers you meet are also very fluent in English. And, uh, she was less fluent in English and her Welsh accent was like really rich and strong. And it was cool. It was really cool. I love that. <laughs> I, love I forgot. It. I love, I love that it too. too. I, I forgot to add, I should also be fluent in ASL and I am not. Oh, oh. I should definitely be fluent in ASL. Absolutely. Especially because every Christmas program for 10 years, we did the whole sign with white gloves in front of black light shit. And oh, yeah. cool. No, not cool. <laughs> Wait, why not cool? Because it was never done. It was never executed well. And it was like oh. children from oh. the one horse fucking town that I went to school in. So like it was never done well. And like, okay. especially after witnessing so many people who actually sign, it's so beautiful. And it's so, yeah, yeah. It's its own language. Incredibly expressive. Yeah. That like, mm-hmm. you know, what we did was an atrocity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I understand well, why, but like, ugh. Yeah. We learned the Girl Scout <laughs> promise and law once one year in ASL. And that Amazing. was like what I knew. <laughs> Actually, I should know ASL and BSL because I started to learn a bit of BSL when I was working front of house at a theater that did uh, shows with a deaf theater company. Amazing. What's BSL? British. British sign language. Oh, got it. Different language. Different language. Crazy. Their alphabet. I love you that. Use, you use both hands for their alphabet. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the alphabet, that threw me so much because I knew the alphabet one way. And yeah. Anyway. I love that. Speaking of witches. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you are have, doing our transitions from now on. I, have I two, love it. <laughs> I have I have two questions for the Harry Potter world. Okay. Given that Birdie Bots asserts that their product encompasses every flavor, what highly specific, forever linked to your memory, childhood food, would you turn into an every flavor bean? I know. I'm ready. Wow. <laughs> That's a go. But, but I can also wait. No, no go. don't wait. Okay. Okay. At, um, there's a local theme park and it's huge. It's massive. Just so you know, it's called Kenny Wood. I love this <laughs> and already. Is it two Kenny Loggins? Pittsburgh? No. How dare is it like, you? Is it like Dollywood? <laughs> no, no, no. It's older than both of those things. And it's also cooler. <laughs> okay. It was modeled on Coney Island, but like Coney Island turn of the century. Mm. Not, not like the freak show part of Coney Island. Do you know what I mean? But like Coney Island, like everyone went there to swim. Then they put in a roller coaster, that kind of stuff. So, but it's become, it's like a million billion times bigger than Coney Island, just so you know, like okay, really so cool. The entire state of Pennsylvania then. Listen, it's big. <laughs> it's Listen, in Pittsburgh. It's totally real. <laughs> it's a right up the road from Sandcastle. It's big. It's cool. Kennywood is awesome. They have an old part, the old Kennywood part. And then they have the, actually it's smaller. You know, when I was a kid, it was massive, but I went back as an adult and I was like, this really, isn't as big as I really remember. Really backpedaling on this now. Anyway, but it's still very big. <laughs> it's not like Disneyland big. It's not like Disneyland big, but it's big. Okay. I could see Russia from my house. <laughs> <laughs> You can see very far from the top of the Thunderbolt. Anyway, so there's all different like wooden roller coasters. It's great. It's great. But the food is yes. potato patch French fries. Oh. And what they do is it's you see them cut the Idaho potatoes. They have those things where it's like um, built into the wall. It's got a metal handle. It's got a grate at the bottom and you put a potato in and the handle pushes the potato through the grate. So it cuts mm -hmm. the fries and mm. they blend in the fry basket and they just fry them and they're, and then they put on like a cheese, like not, you know, not grated cheese. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like a cheese sauce. <laughs> and they pour that on and you can get like bacon and stuff, but why would you don't even need it? Cause it's just no. like, you just need the fries. So my birdie bought every flavor bean. I would want every single, I would want bags and bags of potato patch fry flavored every, every flavor bean, Hell the yeah. greatest food on earth. Probably. I love it. I love that answer so much. Potatoes and cheese. <laughs> I was just realizing pierogies can't be much better than potatoes and cheese. No. One of my favorite things that the internet has produced is all the other vegetables need to get their shit together. Yeah. All the things that potatoes make, including vodka. And it's like, yep. I've had potato vodka. It's good. It is. It's really good. It's very good. I choose it over grains if I can. You get some taters and you get some <laughs> copper line and all of a sudden you have yourself a steel and then you're making stuff. It's and fine. then you're making stuff in your house. <laughs> <laughs> that went Pittsburgh at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you apologizing for? I'll allow it. I love Pittsburgh. <laughs> People should. <laughs> People should love Pittsburgh. Um, it's so great. <laughs> mine is also potatoes, actually. And I can, I can like drive out and get this right now because of where I am. Oh, lots brag. of people don't know. Um, there is a, it's not local, but it's like the Western, the Northwestern and part, they're starting to expand in the South chain that was started here called Taco John's. Mm. Taco John's. And it's like, <laughs> it's like Taco Bell, but a little bit more 
elevated. Like there's less mm. grease. There's less, their beans actually taste like beans instead of just slime. Um, but they, their side are called potato olays and they're basically just round tater tots that have a very specific seasoning on them. But like Ooh. that was, that was where we went as a family when I was a kid. And so like, oh, I, I just I still, still associate that flavor with so much joy and so much goodness. Recently, they haven't changed their oil as much as they should, so it's not quite as pleasing as my memories, but that's Mm. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still good. I can just go the next town over and go to theirs. Mm. But yeah, so potato LA birdie bots. And now you're you're out in a place where the next town over is like a three-hour drive. (laughs) It's a half hour thing. All right, all right. Brag. Half hour at 70. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, at the speed you drive. (laughs) that's the speed limit tessa (laughs) all right (laughs) it's not like back east where you're stuck going 55 for some fucking reason oh the worst like human lives or something i'm I'm just kidding (laughs) whole ass human lives whole ass human lives david what flavor would you add uh, a California burrito. <laughs> mm-hmm. Easy, easy. Yeah, easy. <laughs> no, no question. Avocado. I mean, it also has potato. Avocado, French fries, uh, cheese. French yeah. fries in the burrito? That's what a California burrito is, yeah. Oh, that's best. like in Pittsburgh. We have French fries on our sandwiches. I love that. So, so there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Yum. I found like a taco truck in the city a few years ago, and they sold French fries and burritos and i was like can you put the french fries in the burrito and the guy was like no and i was like oh but you sell both of them put one inside the other you could put one in there's no like health code violation here yeah why wouldn't he do it like no so i was like so close i was so close Ah, you know what? Come to my house. We'll make them. Okay, great. Done. (laughs) Done. Done. Sorry, Cameron. Um, Speaking (laughs) of houses. (laughs) Oh my god! But that was my other. That was my other question for Harry Potter. So we all know. Mm. We all know that the traditional or the the canon um, breaking up of the houses is um, good people, smart people, everyone else, and snakes. How would you organize? How would you organize the Hogwarts houses? We should have. We should have known that J.K. Rowling was a terrible person. We should have have seen that coming. That was the first red flag. (laughs) Good people. You mean the the fact that she said that people at eleven years old were already the people they were going to become when they grew up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And they're also defined by one trait. Yep. Yeah. That, that they cannot overcome or, or, or transcend. How dare you also, though, say everyone else? Because that <laughs> loyalty, sorry, loyal sorry. people, loyal sorry, people. Sorry, the bakers. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I, well, here's Thank the thing. I thought for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure, okay, well, I'm clearly a Hufflepuff. And then yeah. I took the quiz and they were like, no, nah, you're Ravenclaw, but like border Hufflepuff. And then a few years later, I took the actual like Pottermore quiz. Mm-hmm. Before that, I was just taking whatever quiz I could find. Yeah, whatever BuzzFeed <laughs> whatever, <dredge. laughs> whatever written by an intern quiz I could find. Yeah. I took the Pottermore quiz and I was very surprised to end up in Gryffindor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How? 
crazy. I don't know. I was you not just, answering it. Sometimes yeah, I try and steer those kind of quizzes. Quiz. Yeah. What? You can't steer the Pottermore quiz. The Pottermore steer quiz it. is no, is, it's unsteerable. It's it's canon. <laughs> it is. It's canon. Because remember how I think we talked last time about love languages, and I tried to steer it toward like I want presents, and it wouldn't let me. <laughs> <laughs> it also would that that's canon the love love languages sorry okay sorry we're ready we're we're here to do achieve things <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine and for any of uh, our friends uh in the trans community who, are, who have chosen to still listen welcome fuck turfs right yes fuck, right? fuck turfs like come on there was like a really good vox article that um some the writer I was like I found my my gender identity and sexual identity through Harry Potter. So it's like it's one of the most heartbreaking things to learn, yeah. you know, that that uh that she's a turf <laughs> because it's like, oh, you know, I should have seen it coming. We were talking about red flags. Should have mm-hmm. seen it should have yeah. seen it coming because when she when she uh you know, made tonks completely heteronormative it was like oh we lost our like they lost a a a really good potential trans icon of like wow you know somebody who struggles with their identity there's a magical translation of that um Mm -hmm. uh you know Tonks is very independent and blah, blah blah and then by the next book she settled down gets married to Remus totally normal like she grew out yeah, of it basically that was, yeah you know? yeah and then when you realize what Rowling says in in real life it's like oh that tracks like that's exactly how she views sexuality it's like yeah yeah people will people will uh have those thoughts but then they grow the fuck up and it's like fuck you yeah <laughs> you know yeah no anyway she's a gaping asshole she's she's <laughs> the absolute worst I'm also, I will also say too, like, I was mad. Uh, I was a little mad at everybody for jumping on finally when she like outed herself as a turf because it's like a few years before she was like a fucking, she's called, she's racist. And, and she did oh, that a few yeah. years before with Ilvermorny. And it's like, nobody, nobody really made a big deal about it then. They were just like, oh, well, it's Harry Potter and like, blah, 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 like you know, fuck off. And it's like, yeah. oh, now that it's this, like now it's another thing. But it's like, there were warning signs earlier, you know? Yeah. When she, when she, when she just stood there and said like, well, Native American indigenous stories are, are mine to take as a writer. Like I'm free to take whatever stories I want. Um, That's, you know that's wrong hey fuck you that's, that's incorrect <laughs> yeah incredibly yeah whore too. bag no, listen <laughs> listen listen up. listen sex work is work um but jk rowling is not no cool she's, she's a real piece of work yeah she's a real piece of <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have said all that we swore earlier but we're gonna censor shit i'm gonna bleep out just i'm gonna remember <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna give an audio note to future me. Bleep out Tessa's shit right there. <laughs> I'm gonna make it really long so that you have to bleep for a long time. <laughs> Not annoying at all. I prefer to think, and I mean, this is just me correcting obviously problematic behavior, but I, 
I like to think <laughs> of it recognize I like to think of the sorting hat recognizing who mm. you will get along with best. And Love so it that. recognizes traits that you're that you will have in common with your colleagues. And it's not good people. It's people who have leadership tendencies. It's people who have, yeah, you know, it's <laughs> it is Gryffindors are people who are go-getters and who want to get things done. And I mean, are sometimes sometimes do a little too much to get things done. It's yeah. like it's not like they're good people. It's yeah. it's that they're motivated people. Yeah. And it's like Ravenclaws are also motivated, but they are more motivated by their book collection and the knowledge they want to learn, mm-hmm. not changing, not making. It's not as out yeah. outwardly um, active, I guess yeah. you could say. Did anyone ever take the True Colors quiz? No, what's that? Um, it's a, and it's from a while ago. And I actually took a modified version. Um, I went to student leadership camp when I was in high school. Guys, of course you did. You brag. And, <laughs> I will brag. And it was really fun. But like there were four colors and this version was purple, green, orange, and silver. And basically Ooh. they perfectly coincide to how I view the Hogwarts houses. So let me oh. go, let me diatribe that real quick because that's actually my answer. Um, yes. <laughs> purple folks are people people, right? Mm. They are the ones who care the most about the ones around them. They want to make sure that everyone's taken care of. They want to make sure that everything is good. Those are Hufflepuffs. Love uh, it. Cool. The orange are the Gryffindors and orange are the they're the ones who are here for a good time. They're the ones who are creative <laughs> and spunky and smart, but like that's not their primary motivation. Their primary right. motivation is their own journey, whatever that might be. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, greens are like basically just Ravenclaw. <laughs> greens yeah. are just Ravenclaw. Um, <laughs> Is that what you were? Yes. They love to, (laughs) uh, actually, I, the nice thing about the true colors is that you have all four colors present. It's just, they're ranked. So like, Mm. it depends on how, how you walk through the world, how you You have a different ratio. Yeah. So, you know, and like for a while there, they were combining houses. So I would be a Ravenpuff, you know, Ah. but like, that's great. And then the Slytherins are actually just bound by rules, which is silver. And so the silver people are incredibly reliant on tradition. They love rules. They think they should all be modified because they're important. They were written for a reason. They are, you know, the ones that make schedules and are capable of all kinds of things as far as like by the book living, because that's what they enjoy. That's how they thrive. So mm-hmm. that's, that's that. I like and, uh, obviously I like silver it. is my last color. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, that it just, if you identify them as traits that will make people get along better and function better as a group, then I think it's less mm. offensive as compared to good people, smart people, everyone else, and snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Tessa. Okay. 
I'm I'm writing it down because I'm not gonna be able to remember. So <laughs> I'm <laughs> I need what I need my my I'll fourth group. So let me just think. <laughs> of, <laughs> what? Let me just think of who my other group is because I want to make sure I don't leave anyone out. Um. Okay, I have it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's my four houses. Um, they're like I'm thinking more of grown-ups. Okay, so bear with me, I guess, because these are more for grown-ups. So. <laughs> Slytherin, right, is like, uh, here's who I'd put in there. <laughs> so, so like, rem- I guess, okay, let me, I'm taking all the names away because we already, yeah. like, we already have an imagination of what that is. Okay. So I'm doing a house. Oh, I don't have names for the houses. I, I'll think of that next. Just make them up. Okay. So um, I'm calling one house, the Wall Street house. That's finance <laughs> bros and white feminists who aren't intersectional. They all go together. Um. <laughs> I'm making Broadway house. That's drama kids. No, wait, I'm sorry. No, this isn't Broadway house. This is, um, let's call this, uh, the Soho kids. This is drama people, poetry, people, cottage core. Oh my God. Then we've got the Broadway house. That's a musical theater kids and the drug fueled party people. How am I going to pick a house, Tessa? (laughs) What are you doing to me? (laughs) And then I guess we'll call it the Brooklyn house since we're using New York City places. And this is activists and people who love ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the houses. (laughs) Great. Now I'm torn between three of them. God. You still have an evil house. I still have an evil house. (laughs) Well, this is the thing. You've got to have, where am I putting the evil people? I have to put them together. Hey. I can't mix the evil people up with, you know, the good people. <laughs> That's going to suck for the good people. But then the evil people would learn. So I guess, I don't know. We don't know if they would. Uh, yeah. Who know? Who can say? That's hard. That was hard work. I really thought about that. That was good. <laughs> I had that to write great. it down. My favorite was the last one. <laughs> Activists <laughs> and people who people like who ice, cream. ice cream. No, love ice cream. <laughs> oh, love ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It also implies that they may be mutually exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) I have gone on record saying that ice cream is my favorite food. So like, it's not even my favorite dessert. It's my favorite food. I feel like other people definitely enjoy ice cream in the other houses. But I feel like there's just like a brand of people who like live for ice cream. Yeah. And maybe being with the activists, they can like fuel each other up. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's slightly maybe unhealthily is their identity like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah, like yeah. ice cream <laughs> like a <Yeah>. disney adult <laughs> yeah yes a disney adult <laughs> all right you know what i'll save the other categories i'm gonna jump to one of the miscellaneous ones that i had okay. okay um misc uh misc um so who provides the voiceover as future you Looking back on your life, a la Kevin from The Wonder Years. <laughs> Writing it down. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman? Obviously. I, Hell just, yeah. I want him to voice everything in my life. <laughs> when I moved out to the wide Wyoming plains, <laughs> I can't do Morgan Freeman. <laughs> if you'd have told me that a- Andy Dufresne would be... <laughs> That is good. That's why. I, that's well. That's why I taught you everything you know, Bruce. I can't. That's not good. It's not good. You're getting there. You're really almost there. Yeah, can't. Morgan Freeman narrating Cameron. 
when I met Tessa and David at the public <laughs> eight, eight years ago. Oh my gosh. We've aged. <laughs> yeah, we're old. We look I mean, great now. We were old when we met. Yeah, we were. (laughs) (laughs) No spring chickens. Oh, I know. Um, Who's the lady? Katie Hepburn's ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Ideally, but who's the lady from Mom and uh, from uh, West Wing and from Allison Janney? Allison Janney. Oh, I have Allison Janney. That'd be so fun. Yeah. That'd be the best. Okay. It's I whoever you. It's whoever you want. I love her. I think she's brilliant. <laughs> oh, I love that. Also, because I think my internal like voice is way more like sarcastic, not sarcastic, but like a little bit meaner than like I present, <laughs> which I think could be fun. <laughs> Who is it for you, David? Uh, he's no longer with us, but I would I would want it to be Robin Williams. Oh, and just just it's but it's the you know it's the. It's like the sincere, like the earnest Robin Williams, the, oh, well, you know, oh, oh <laughs> you, yeah, know? Yeah. you know, that oh, one. Yes. Oh, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Take he's it easy. so fast. He's so, yeah, he's so good. So good. Mar- Did I tell you that Martin Short does a brilliant Robin Williams? No. I wa- oh, I should have told you. Okay. So I've been watching uh, the show only murders in the building and mm. i love martin short and i love steve martin and you know i grew up watching the three and amigos nathan lane. And, and nathan lane is so good in it and and everybody uh, uh selena gomez is brilliant I, I, it's a show i highly recommend but i was like let me go see some old martin short stuff because i was like i knew he did like canadian tv and i knew yeah. he did tv yeah 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 sctv see some of his old stuff so he did the tonight show with johnny carson and he did some impressions he was on with friggin betty davis was there and he came in and he like did her immediately but she didn't clock it and then he was doing impressions later and she was like do you do me and he like he did her instantly then he was like well you're hard to do and he but he was doing Betty Davis and she was like well that's fine I just wanted to know if you did <laughs> if you did me and he and Johnny Carson look at each other and the whole audience is, and I felt bad because I was like oh I don't want to like laugh at Betty Davis but at the same time that is hilarious because she yeah. just did not clock that he was no. doing <laughs> well an old Betty Davis was kind of she just was in her own world most she was time, a little so. in her own world it's mm-hmm. true so mm-hmm. she so that was brilliant and th- and he did Robin Williams and he oh shit I've never probably seen best that. Robin Williams wow. I've seen yeah it's out there on the YouTube's I'm gonna I think it. the video was called Martin Short does an impression of Betty Davis and she doesn't like it or something or she's not happy <laughs> but she but it it was like you know trying to make it seem like she was like get out of here she just right. didn't even notice yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's busy she didn't she's realize busy being Betty Davis she's got a lot to do <laughs> full time job it is a full time job. job. Um, yeah I wish I did a Betty I I wish I will I will learn one please next time we meet I'll have a Betty Davis please do that would be that would I don't know though because she's like beyond mid-Atlantic she's like and and where her her voice is is, yeah Yeah, it's her own thing and um Christine Petty does an amazing Betty Davis yes okay yes she does that's right that is a good one anyway sorry okay oh uh 
Yeah, what are you apologizing for? <sighs> Listen, <laughs> get off my shit. I'm gonna write a there whole article. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's I'm never mind. I'm not saying anything more. And speaking <laughs> of writing articles, <laughs> our amazing sponsor can help you write articles. What's up, all you cool writers and forgetters? Do you ever need help organizing your notes? Do you ever forget things? Oh man, I should have written that down. Well, now you can. With Post-it Notes. What do you mean carry your phone around and use the Notes app? That's a phone, not a Notes. You gotta get yourself one of these pads of Post-it Notes. They come in packs of 75 or 250, each an individual sheet. Each one could be your next big idea. Memorable line? Post-it Note. Good sitcom-level farce premise with the potential for hijinks? Post-it note. Or maybe you just forget stuff all the time. Oh, a uh, post-it note. Locker combination? Post-it note. Solutions to a maze? Post-it note. Forgot your bookmark? Just stick a post-it note in there. Fill up your conspiracy boards with incomplete sentences and thoughts. Keep tabs on your tabs? Leave notes about how to reheat the food you prepared earlier in the day for your latchkey kid. Or do like I once did and label each thing in your apartment with a post-it note that just says the word stolen in order to passive-aggressively remind your roommates to lock your front door at night. Post-it notes. Bringing the world together one square piece of paper at a time. Brings us to our final segment, Fuck, Mary Kill. My first category is pop culture detectives. Fuck, Mary Kill. Sherlock Holmes, Nancy Drew, Veronica Mars. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shoot. You know what? I have not. I've watched like one bit of Veronica Mars. I oh, watched the no. Whole but it's Kristen Bell, isn't it? Yeah. Kristen Bell. K-Bell. Okay, I'll try and think. K-Bay. She's great. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Tessa, don't just say I'm ready. Say your Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> well, I, d- I just want you to know when I'm ready. I'm going to fuck Sherlock Holmes, kill Nancy Drew, and even though I haven't seen the show, I think I'm gonna marry Veronica Mars just because I would Kristen Bell. I would marry Kristen Bell in a heartbeat. Sure, yeah, that's fair. Apt, apt. We're we're jealous, Dax. We're jealous. Yeah, another great podcaster like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Dax, come on our show. Talk about your come great on our wife. Show. <laughs> We only talk about great wives. <laughs> that's another spin-off that, series. That's our Patreon great series, Great Wives. <laughs> um, I am going to. Are we talking about like contemporary portrayals of Sherlock Holmes? As uh, in I'll leave it up to Thirst Trap of a Man, Betty Betty Cumbatch. <laughs> I'll leave it I up always to picturing, you. I always picturing the Cumber Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> Cucumber snatch. <laughs> See, because that makes it really difficult. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we won't go like Basil Rathbone, like old Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, even still. Yeah. Um, good looking guy. Good looking guy. Ooh, sorry. There's a book series that's great. It's called Lady Sherlock. It's like the Lady Sherlock series. Ooh. And then I was like, if it was the Lady Sherlock, then I would marry her. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's still probably just fucker, actually. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, 
I am going to, I, I think I'm the same as you actually. And it's mostly because Nancy Drew is a teenager and that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, so, I just killed her. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to murder her instead. That's fine. I just killed a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So to I avoid feeling weird, I killed a kid. Marry Veronica Mars. Hell yeah. And mm-hmm. kill Nancy Drew. Yeah. If I had same. been a teenager at the time, it would have been a different answer, but. Sure. If I put two teenagers mm. in there, what would you have done? What if, what if I'd put Encyclopedia Brown instead of? <laughs> <laughs> Just don't want to be in that position, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. I I can't do better than that. That's a, <laughs> that's the best joke I've ever heard. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. The other one. Uh. Wait. No, what's yours? Do... Oh, me. Yeah. Uh. I. I. I think I'd have to do the same. Actually, I think I would. Rev- I think I would switch Veronica Mars and Sherlock Holmes. I'd You'd marry, marry Sherlock. Sherlock? Yeah. Betty Betty. Nice. <laughs> do, do a little one stand. Do one night stand with Veronica Mars, and then that's it. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Sex A. Um, category two: fictional vampires. Ooh. Dracula. Edward Cullen. Spike. From Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, oh my gosh! I think <laughs> oh, I think no. I chose I think I chose the harder vampire because Angel was an option, but I think I went with. Spike oh, instead. yeah, that is harder. Oh my gosh! I would fuck Spike, marry Dracula, and kill Edward Cullen out of principle. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Nothing I'm definitely against our darling actor that played him. I just yeah, no, Robbie Pats. Yep, Robbie Nothing Pats. against Robbie Pats. In fact, He's you can so keep pretty. calling me Robbie Pats. <laughs> <laughs> the only one who's clear, not caller ID blocked. Robbie Pats. Blocked. <laughs> um, I would also kill Edward Cullen, but I think I would it's fuck Dracula so and marry Spike. Oh. yeah i feel like dracula would be fun for one night but like that's a lot of history yeah. you know and i know but there's a lot of history with spike too but like i feel like he's more modern and i like his accent <laughs> yeah spike's a little Fair. more connected to the to the world dracula's yeah, kind of yeah. isolation out there so. isolate yeah. and yeah so that, i feel like that yeah I mean, who knows though? That's perfect for me though, because then I can be like, okay, honey, bye. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. You really would have your own life if you were married to Dracula. Whereas with Spike, you got to take him to dinner parties and stuff. It's going to be weird. That's true. But he'll dress up. He'll dress up nice. Yeah, I'm still going to marry him. Yeah, that's fine. Edward Cullen's the only uh, 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 vampire on the list who has a uh, filmed sex. So, uh, I know he's pretty good at it. They break so the bed. Gonna, so I'm going to fuck it. Edward Gullen. Sure. Uh, sure. I will marry, that makes sense. I will also marry Spike from Buffy. He was my favorite on the show. Um, and then I'll kill Dracula. That's fair. I feel like that's how Dracula's story has to end. I haven't watched any of the, watched or read or interacted in any way with, uh, those books and Have I? movies with Edward Cullen. Twilight so if Earth. I had known that the bed broke, I might've changed my answer. <laughs> Can you fuck so, and then kill someone? I... <laughs> Can you yeah, fuck someone to death? <laughs> Not a yes, vampire. 
<laughs> According to the film Goldeneye, that is very possible. Oh, um, sure. Oh, I, yeah. Xenia on the top. That's have right. I done my Twilight diatribe on this podcast. I don't think I have. Um, I Let's hear so. it. I, I joined recorded you. another podcast with a dear friend of mine, and she plugged on, drill sounds. Um, oh. She, it's it's a podcast where you watch something like she watches the first and last episode of something and you as an expert try and fill it in but she reversed uh. it for the 10th episode which hasn't been released which was where she made she asked that i watch the first and the last twilight which i had never done because <gasps> i'm out of principle mm-hmm. i mean good for stephanie myers but it's just so mormon that i can't like <laughs> there's there is Mormon propaganda in every single sentence of that book and every uh, single poorly written sentence of that book. And, and it's also, again, it's like- uh, And creepy. Stealing, well, I mean, like, that's just um, it. Is the way that Edward treats her in the beginning is mm-hmm. like the epitome of the patriarchal, creepy Mormon gaze, where it's like, that's what every little Mormon girl is trained to want. Someone who's secretly watching you, but doesn't doesn't want to- you know, get in there right away until after marriage and then everything. Ooh. It's it's really gross. It's really, 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 gross. really, really fucking gross. Anyway, so I, I was forced to watch this for this unreleased podcast episode and it was everything that I... <laughs> that's the problem. It's not... It's the way that he's portrayed and it's this, you know, Mormon fangirl. Ugh, it's just really gross. Yeah. And he's that hard. last movie, though, also, Twilight, is wild. Oh, it is wild. <laughs> it's absolutely I like, wild. I Michael went, Sheen. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I love Michael, Michael Sheen's Sheen. in it, and he goes, indelibly linked to my in my brain. Like I cannot erase anything from my brain anymore. <laughs> the last thing I see before I die is gonna be Michael Sheen going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I I was I like, like that. what the actual fuck yeah. <laughs> good for michael sheen um i <laughs> i also don't like that she is again like stealing from indigenous people and like yeah. and putting yeah. putting indigenous people in her books with no yeah actual and the, and the research or care about the culture that sensitively at all no i'm sure not it's, it's like they're 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 you know it's like every other and, and like this whole like portrayal yeah. of them of native folk or yep. like anything, as soon as you hear tribe, it'll have got anything. It's like white people just go, oh yeah, tribal. Oh yeah, drums. <laughs> like, like just right. all the, all the And like this link to like, like animals, oh, right? Cause yeah. it's the, yes. well, that, the I've only read about it cause I haven't seen it, but they're the werewolves. Okay, great. Well, yeah, the great. That the vampires don't associate that with them because of their wild ways. It was like, oh. Jesus oh, fucking oh. Christ. So like Holy out of principle, shit. Edward Cullen has to die. <laughs> and your last category, uh, fi- fictional bosses from the Michael Shore universe. So <laughs> Michael Scott from The Office, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, and Michael, Ted Danson's character from The Good Place. Oh. oh. I've got my answer. <laughs> I've got my answer too. You go. Ahead. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a podcast, y'all. <laughs> I am fucking Michael from the Good Place, marrying Leslie Nope, and <laughs> killing Michael Scott. I'm with you. I have the exact same answer. Too easy. Too easy. Too easy. What about you, David? 
uh too easy but i would do the opposite (laughs) (laughs) i would i would uh i would i would marry michael scott michael's my michael scott's my favorite character in anything ever (laughs) um and uh uh i'll i'll i would fuck leslie nope and then uh kill michael (laughs) michael's immortal i'm sure he'll be fine yeah he'll be fine (laughs) no i want to have my hands on ted dancing he can call me Ted Hanson. Ted hands on. Ted. Oh boy. Hans, Ted, Ted handsome. handsome. <laughs> Gosh, he's a handsome man. He, he, is. he, he just he is. Just, and isn't he married to Mary Steenburgen? I think so. Isn't that the sweetest thing you've ever heard in your entire life? If if they are married, to I each think other. so. And I think they've been married for decades. Oh yeah, Mary Steenburgen. Married in 1995? Is that right? Decades. It has been decades. (laughs) I love them. I love them as a couple. I love their love. Oh, sorry. Just thinking about it. Those two, are you kidding me? That's the best. She's so pretty and he's so handsome. He's still so handsome. Yeah, no. He tastes like a fine wine. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Speaking of fine wine, no, um, <laughs> uh, no, actually, you know what? Speaking of fine time, it's been a fine time with all of you, and with <laughs> thank you to Cameron Ferry and Tessa Flannery for indulging me on this insane fever dream that I had last night. Oh, um, thank you, David, for having this fever yes, dream. There's so and many executing more it. And there's so many more questions mm-hmm. on this. So maybe in some time in the future, we'll sprinkle them in into future episodes. I love it. I love um, it. Every and eighth yeah. episode. <laughs> every eighth episode. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> we don't do milestones on 10 or like five. Like uh, our milestones are like every eight. <laughs> every eight episodes, we do a celebratory uh, question and answer episode. Yeah. Celebra- celebra- celebratory. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There it is. There it is. No, I thought I, I assumed that. that went without saying. No, I loved it. <laughs> No, I, I like every to. Second. I like to really say hammer it. it home. I like to really. <laughs> I like to yeah, I like David to really likes to assume it. that our audience are fucking stupid. <laughs> I love, I love mansplaining, guys. I love mansplaining. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but at this point in the in the pod that it's been released, we've been watching GBBO for a long time. For mm-hmm. we've had quite a few episodes of GBBO, but uh-huh. tonight is the first one. So excited. So excited. <laughs> I think they is make it, some kind of mud cake. I don't know. I've been seeing stuff on Instagram. Great British Paul, Paul, Paul and uh, uh is it still is Prue. it Prue? It's Prue. Prue. It's Paul I mean, and Prue. I like Prue, I like Prue Mary, too. But I do like Prue. You know what? I the, the problem isn't Prue. The problem is how Paul behaved. Yeah. And and how it changed when there were not three women literally reigning him the fuck in. Sorry. Yep. But like yeah. I watched, we just watched some beginnings episodes, me and my roommate, my, my other, another of my very great friends, she exists and she's my roommate. And we watched some beginnings I do not live in episodes a cell alone. where Mary Berry is there. Like, like instead of it just being like undeproved and, and all oh, that proved instead of it just being that she's like, here's how you underproved it. And here's how we know. Yeah. And then here's how you make sure it doesn't happen in the future. I'm I'm missing that. I'm missing that. Mary's you know? Mary's uh nurturing. She, Mary is nurturing. 
and crew is incredible. Yeah, crew is incredible and hot as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, no, she's my style icon. But we I'm ne- trying to dress oh, like oh crew. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I'm trying to dress like Mary. <laughs> A lot of like pink blazers. Anyway, we used to we used to pretend that Mary was like <laughs> secretly just trying to sneak alcohol into every recipe <laughs> so like so like anytime she would criticize it she'd be like oh it's a bit uh, uh you're a bit lacking and uh, there's a missing flavor and and we'd be like oh we like tequila or something like, put a little bit of uh, vodka in there <laughs> i think it could use a bit of sherry could yeah use a bit of sherry yeah <laughs> brandy cavados have you heard of it <laughs> Sorry. uh final thoughts I've been Tessa Flannery, and if you didn't know that Mary Steenburgen and Ted Danson have been married for decades, now you do, and that's the greatest gift I could give you. They are icons. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Cameron Faring, and I just wanted to remind you that if you've had a hard week, search for that flavor. Be like Mary Berry. Reach for that alcohol. <laughs> reach, reach for that brandy, <laughs> goddammit. Or they could be like you and put on a holiday sweater and feel better. Uh-huh, that's true. Sometimes I do both. Hey, in fact, <laughs> I have a holiday-flavored sweater, brandy. Oh, <laughs> We like that. Yeah. And I've been David Armstrong. And thank you all for uh, letting us pop your culture. <laughs> <laughs> this has been... <laughs> Did you write that? Yeah. Did you write that? Oh, yeah, I've been waiting to do that. This <sighs> has been Omni Bilateral Panic for another week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh, that was so stupid. That was incredible. Sorry, against popular culture. I love it. I love it. Job. All right, Tessie, you get to come up with the format now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come up with the format. <laughs> <laughs>